afternoon, and I'd like to uh, welcome everyone to our next edition of the Sales Connector podcast, brought to you by the Center for Sales Leadership and Education here at the University of Minnesota. Um, we have Andrew Knutson here with us today to share some perspectives on building rapport. It's one of the essential parts of the sales cycle. Um, because so much, as we heard in the last podcast, is made about those first impressions and your ability to leverage that to build rapport is something that makes good salespeople great salespeople. And so we want to thank Andrew for carving out part of his day to come and share some perspectives with us. So, Andrew, thank you for stopping by. How are you? I'm, I'm great. And Todd, thank you so much for inviting me on. It's a, it's a gorgeous day here in Minnesota, and I, I'm glad to uh, be part of this today. Great. Well, so um, as we've been going through these, uh, I've just been asking a, a few questions. Um, but before we get into the rapport building, I'd love just to hear a little bit more about your background. Tell me how you um, got to your current role at, at Signature. And, you know, for those on, on listening to the podcast that are less familiar with Signature, tell us a little, little bit about Signature. Um, what do you do and, and how do you manage your, your team? Well, that's a that's a great and long-winded question. I'm not going to go into you know the the 30 minutes about it, but honestly, it has been quite a journey, and I, I reflect back on it a lot where I started. Frankly, and a lot of people want to share my story. Won't believe when I started in sales when I was 16 in high school, selling shoes at a shoe store. I was the biggest introvert you'd ever believe. No joke, <laughs> and that really actually got me out of my shell. And taking that into college, still selling, and really jumping into now IT staffing, which I was fortunate to have an internship in college to learn about what IT staffing was, besides, oh, hey, this is a computer, but really helping individuals get into jobs, into some really cool technology, into some of the largest, fastest growing companies, not only just in Minnesota, but across the US, has been really cool. Um, I was fortunate three years ago to be brought over to Signature. I had worked for a company for about seven years and fantastic organization, um, but wasn't looking to grow outside of the Midwest. Signature actually called me and said, hey, we're looking to not like continue to grow Minneapolis, but the Midwest and grow as an organization. And they're at about 400 million at that point. And I said, hey, you know what? I've always looked for an opportunity to build something really cool. So I joined. And it was honestly one of the best decisions that I've made in my 15-year career. One, great culture, have a lot of fun, get to work with companies such as US Bank to Google to Delta Airlines and across everything. And in one of the few industries that frankly, is just continuing to grow and doesn't get hit in the worst of times. I'm a huge sports nut too. So I always try to rationalize and saying, hey, think about a sports agent. Think about an athlete. That's really what my job is. I'm a sports agent for technology professionals. So it makes it a little more fun every day to put it in that light. And that's the that's been the cool part about being with Signature now is being able to express that on a bigger level. Love it. Love it. Um, we have that in common. I started, uh, before I started my, my my true sales job, I was selling shoes, um, athletic shoes um, for uh, about a year and a half. And, and it does kind of 
um, put you put you front and center with folks. And I never would have guessed you were an introvert. So uh, let's take let's let's go with that a little bit. And so tell me how an introvert <laughs> goes through the process of of really learning how to build rapport. And is that the same as small talk, or is it something different? So that's a fantastic question. And I get that from my team a lot. I look at this or rapport and small talk in two ways. Small talk is something that sometimes can be forgettable, but really is a foundation, foundational building block for rapport. You think about rapport. Rapport is a means to create a relationship. And that's really the goal about rapport. So it could be a, something as simple, and this is what got me out of my shell every day, selling shoes and now even to this day, is, hey, that weather's crazy because in Minnesota, we do face some crazy weather. Get somebody talking about something that is on the same level. And then just asking questions. I think when, when we really look at rapport, it's, you know, a salesperson's always somebody slick. No, rapport is all about asking questions and listening. You have two ears and one mouth. With rapport, use it in that proportion. And then relay that back because your goal is really to create a relationship with somebody that is mutually beneficial. It cannot be one-sided or the rapport honestly can go out the door really quickly. So, um, so I love that too you know, as I'm helping students kind of prepare for competitions or, or prepare to build um, their sales acumen, you know, many times it feels like rapport is a check the box and, and folks want to kind of glaze over that and, and just kind of move on to the needs identification part. You know, what risks do you see or have you seen of people um, that have gone by building rapport too fast in the spirit of getting into the needs identification part of the sales cycle? When it comes to that, it's, it's really interesting. I always look at it as, do you want to be long-term, create a relationship that can, you know, really prosper into something cool and get to the point of a friendship? Or do you want to be a transactional robot of a salesperson? And that's not to be crass. That's not to be, you know, a jerk to anyone. But if you rush it and also don't interweave it into all parts of your conversation, Rapport is not just at the beginning. It's the beginning, middle, and the end. And within specifically understanding someone's needs, you can build rapport and should be building rapport through the whole part. Simply by asking a question, hey, how does that impact you that you're not going to be able to have this product or service is a form of rapport building. You're creating that level playing ground so you can understand where they're coming from. But I will tell you a key to that is also being genuine and listening so that that can be effective too. So as you think about, I love the beginning, middle, and end and kind of staying in the, in the rapport building mindset, so to speak, throughout. Does that look different if it's a brand new prospect or someone that you've known for, let's say they've been a client for yours for a couple of years and you know, you know, they'll say, Oh, here comes, here comes Andrew asking about the weather again. Like, 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 how do you keep it fresh enough? Or is it different between like, you know, someone that is your very first call or someone that you've 
been uh, servicing or taking care of for the last couple of years? So I, I would say it, it has its adjustments. So on a first meeting, the only difference from a first meeting to me to somebody I've known from 10 years is how we built that. We've, we're building it in the first meeting to what's been built that we're continuing to add on to. But the key to it is I don't change who I am. And I treat them as a person, doesn't matter the level they're at. Because what I found is that people are gonna respect you more in doing that. I've seen it so many times, especially with younger or more junior salespeople that they'll say, well, it's a, it's a CIO, it's a CEO, it's a CFO. And the old as you speak, well, they put their pants on the same way. And then I joke that, well, actually I jump into my pants every day and I don't think people do that. Um, but if you treat them, be genuine and you ask questions, they're going to be more res responsive than putting someone on a pedestal because we are human beings and people naturally will react to showing that, Hey, I'm here to learn and be okay with that. So yeah, that's so, what I'm saying. So is that also true based on size? Like, <clears throat> like you talked about a Google, is that the same as if you're meeting with someone that you maybe worked with for a number of years, that's part of a local Minnesota? It, it's, it's the same way I've operated. So one of my largest clients is a, is a Fortune 10 company. I will operate the same that I will with a, a startup. Because if I show them the same amount of respect, whether they're the largest customer, the same, they're going to, one, it's going to be more genuine. And two, I'm not going to, I never want to be in the light of showing favoritism because companies speak, clients speak to one another. So if they said that, Hey, you know, we're just getting off the ground and Andrew treated me like I was his only customer. And then that fortune 10 company said the same thing. I want that to be representative of my brand and not that I treated them fairly based upon the bills that they're paying. Got it. Okay. Well, um, there's a lot of, a lot of wisdom and nuggets uh, that you've just given us as far as like effectively building uh, rapport. Um, any other nuggets that you would just have for any sales student or any sales professional that's about to enter the, the workforce or re-envisioning or re-imagining themselves in the workforce that you would offer on this topic? This was a huge learning experience for myself that I always looked up to, hey, I want to be this person. I want to be that person. The eye opener for me was the day that I realized I'm Andrew. I can only be Andrew. As a result of that, I was able to be a lot more genuine and I owned who I was. That did not happen overnight. And that continues to be a journey 15 years into it. So I would, I, my piece of advice would be one, be genuine, be true to yourself because that ability to engage is going to be a lot easier because you're not putting yourself into a domain that is not you because somebody that's not being genuine, people do read through that. So be genuine, listen, and own who you are. I'm a diehard Star Wars fan and diehard football fan. Most people know that because I, I hold it to my chest and whether they think I'm goofy or not, people respect it because I just own it. <laughs> Nice. Nice. Well, um, Andrew, thank you again for carving out some time to share with us 
um, your perspective. Um, I took a lot away from there. Genuineness, listening, um, the three parts of the role play, and 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 you hit upon that last one really, really. Um, one that hits real close to me, which is all about your authenticity being, I, I can be a, a, a great Todd, but I can't be like a great someone else. Uh, I have to be me as best I can be. So, um, so I want to thank you again. And for those of you on the podcast that want to hear more about building rapport or even more about signature consulting, you can feel free to reach Andrew at a K N U T S O N at sigconsult.com, or you can reach out to KJ, who's not on the call with us today, but would be love to chat with you as well at K Brown at sigconsult.com. So I want to thank you again for your time today, and um, I look forward to seeing you building rapport and, and continue to help our students um, on their pathway to the sales profession. Thank you, Andrew. Thanks so much, Todd. I appreciate it.